Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of But Now We Said It. Today is all about love and light, bitch. (laughs) I have a great guest today. You may know her from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Ashley Maleo. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been, you know, a few years since we've seen you on our screens. What's new? Yeah. Last I think they saw on TV is I had my son. So if they follow me on Instagram still, you see that my son is now five. He's in kindergarten. It's crazy. That's pretty much been like the main thing I've been working on. But random stuff. I'm a Sagittarius. So, you know, I'm all over the place doing different things. <laughs> I'm like, I'm mostly, you know, I'm a makeup artist. So I'm doing that most of the time. I'm with my son. Yeah, I'm back in New Jersey. Um, I briefly during the pandemic, I was out in Vegas and came back here last March. So it's almost been a year since I've been back in New Jersey. So it's fun. That's amazing. (laughs) Were you living in Jersey prior as well? Yeah, I know. My backstory is so complicated, right? (laughs) I was was in New Jersey. I had moved to um, LA for a while. Um, I was there for like three and a half years. Yeah. And then I, I came back here. Where were you in LA? And then that was right when I was right on Fuller and Hollywood Boulevard. Right by Runyon. Um, but near Runyon Canyon. Yeah. Yep, right there. So I was there and it was like such a fun time in my life. And I'm still good friends with everybody that it felt like college because everyone <laughs> yes. in the, in the apartments there, it's like, you know, everyone's like, in the industry somehow, you know, there's only like five professions out there. It's like, you're like an actor, model, photographer, dancer, or like publicist. So it was kind of like everyone was just around each other all the time. And it was a lot of fun. That's so funny. Season five, was that the last time you were on Jersey or did you come on at all? We were on seven. Yeah. Seven seven. was the last one. Mm -hmm. And you missed the show. You know what? I do now like if you asked me that question during like season two or three I'd probably be like no but now I do because I feel like I left off on a note that I just know how to handle it now and just I'm just in a different headspace and different place in my life in general and especially now since having my son Mm -hmm. like even more so so I miss it I mean I just think people who say they don't are are lying because it's just it's it's the easiest money you'll ever make. It's, you know, oh, but it's really stressful and toxic. Yeah, for three months. And then you have like a solid paycheck. Like, you know, it's better than like stressing out at a, you know, full-time job doing whatever, you know. It's right. just, yeah. And, you know, so many really cool experiences came from it mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have gotten, you know, if I, I mean, maybe, but probably not, especially <laughs> where I was at at the time, you know. Um, so... But, you know, so yeah, I, I miss it. I I feel like, um, you know, if my mom was back, I mean, that would never happen. My mom being back on it just because she doesn't live here anymore. But if she were, I just don't know how it would like how I would vibe with everyone that's on there now, like this current mm-hmm. cast. But it's intriguing. <laughs> so <I> like it. <laughs> Do you still watch like current season? Oh, I totally still watch. Yes. Yeah, I, I completely watch. I love like Margaret. Like I live for her like little one-liners mm-hmm. and Jackie. I like, I like her too. I, I like everybody. You know, I do. Yeah. Dolores obviously is a really good family friend. Melissa's really pretty. <laughs> so, you know. She's so beautiful. <laughs> so, it's like, I know. it's like unfair. She, it, whatever she's done, like 
to maintain. I, I need her doctor. Like, seriously. I know. It's so good. Yeah. How was the show brought to you guys? Were you, how were you cast? And were you excited about it? Or were you like, oh my God, mom, please don't do this? As you saw, I was just like an asshole. So I just always <laughs> thought I was going to be like on TV somehow. So I was like, th- I manifested this for everyone. <laughs> like, but I was working front desk at the salon and pretty much. Um, they didn't approach me. They approached the salon owners, but people came into the salon. They were asking around. We're looking to film some affluent women for a reality show. Da, da, da. Yeah, they grabbed my mom and my aunt Dina, I think it was. And then they pulled on my aunt Caroline and Teresa. Um, there were some other friends of theirs they were talking to and ended up not working out. And then the crazy wild card, Danielle, because she would come and get her hair done there and she was a pain in the ass. And they were like, she might be great TV. And so... <laughs> Yeah. So then my mom met her and within like minutes of meeting her, she was showing her her nudes. And you yes. know, I thought, you know, <laughs> what red flags? <laughs> it happened really quick. They came to our house with literally like a handheld yeah. <laughs> recorder. And they're just like, tell us about yourselves. And my dad, I think, wasn't even taking it seriously at the time. He was like, I'm going to work. And he was like at work. And so it was just like, <laughs> it was like my mom and I, and they were just interviewing my mom and I on the couch. And we're just like, talking, whatever. But I guess they did this with two other groups of women in North Jersey. Mm -hmm. And then I think two groups of women down South. And then they essentially edited a little sizzle reel, presented it to whoever it is they presented to. And they chose us, I guess. I think they liked that we had that family dynamic of, you know, Mm -hmm. sister-in-laws and like the sisters and the sister-in-laws thing. And that was new. When we started filming, I believe they called it the Untitled New Jersey Project. Oh, um, they didn't have a name what for it. that was titled because you know, they yeah, all have like think, their different ones prior to being a house. Yeah, so yeah, it was something like that at the time. I think OC was on the air, but New York hadn't aired yet. And then they filmed New York and New Jersey at the same time. And then I think they decided to release New York first and then they released ours. And then I really do believe it's so funny because on BravoCon yeah. and things like that. You always see like Ramona and Vicky arguing like who put Housewives on the map and neither of you, (laughs) neither of those franchises put Housewives on the map. It was New Jersey. It was the table flip episode and all of these bitches season after season have been trying to top it. That is it. And and, And from what I've heard about this new season, like I feel like it's going to top that one. So New Jersey top themselves. Yeah. Keep trying guys. (laughs) I've always said like, and my mom will say this too. It's no matter where we've ever stood or stand with Teresa, like you can't deny she's television gold, you know, she She just is. So it's like you, she totally gets credit from us for being TV gold, you know, but (laughs) the best like description of it too in regards to all the Teresa stuff, I was talking with Hannah Burner yeah. from Summer House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about people on reality TV and like your favorites on reality TV and the people you hate, like mm-hmm. the villains, whatever. And she said, no one on reality TV is as good as you think. And no one on reality TV is as bad as you think. Like sometimes, like even the bad people, they're a hero in someone else's story, you know? That's so, so it's so true. You, but it doesn't mean like they're not capable, like the good ones, it's not like they're not capable of being shitty to other people and the bad ones aren't capable of being good. Yeah, no, that is very true. And sometimes, you know, it's just how the... I hate saying edit because it sounds like I know. you were edited that way. But like, it's true, though. Like, in some ways... I know, the editors take such a beating. Yeah. It is true, but it's also like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're putting together a story. So, yes, mm-hmm. all of it happened. But how the story is told is up to them. You said earlier it's the easiest paycheck 
So as a kid of the house, were you paid throughout all the seasons as well? That's so Mm -hmm. cool. So like, yeah, it increased after seasons one and two, it was a little bit lower. And then after season three, it went up. I think I was paid like the least. What? I Well, yeah, I know my cousins were paid more than me for sure. I don't know if I was paid the least. I, they don't pay unless you're over 18. a certain age too. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's why I don't think like season one, it was barely anything. I think season one, it was more of a hair and makeup budget that they gave me. Mm-hmm. And then I clearly just didn't use. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> was that and then, I feel like you wore a beanie a lot one season oh my god yeah well you know why we filmed in the middle of winter I don't like being cold <laughs> and my my grandmother makes me all these hats and she made me all of those hats and Aww, I'm like I, that's and sweet. we didn't film like and we didn't film every day I just didn't keep track of how many times I was wearing the beanie like to this day I'm like afraid to wear a beanie in public because I feel like someone's going to see me and be like, she's still fucking wearing those hats. But yes, I am. She hasn't aged a bit. (laughs) She looks the exact same in that beanie. I can't. I know. Always. Yeah. I laugh about it. Like, I think it was season three when my... My dad, my parents from Texas came to surprise mm-hmm. me. And Greg Bennett, like he took my hat and he was wearing it. He mm-hmm. was like, hey guys, <laughs> like I, I laugh at it with him, you know, like yes. <laughs> I'm aware I wear the hat. I know. <laughs> I've said this to everybody who were a lot younger on the show, like Joe De La Rosa, when she was on, she was like 22 when she was a housewife, which I is know, wild. I actually, <laughs> I Googled that recently. Yes. I was like, wait, how old was she? It's wild, yeah. right? So, she was single, 22, and considered a housewife. I'm like, she nailed oh, it. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> delivered. She delivered. But it had to be so hard at that age where you were at being on tele and scrutinized like that because yeah. I'm an asshole at like my age now, but I'm sure I was like an <laughs> ass, more of an asshole at times, like when I was younger. And it's like you, can, yeah. you catch some, a lot of that stuff. How was that sometimes like viewers only seeing one side of like, you and your mom's arguments? It was definitely difficult. Like in general, it was just a time in my life that was very like, I went to a lot of schools just like from growing up. Like I did first and second grade at one school, then we had moved. And so I did second and third at another and then fourth and then moved to New Jersey, fifth grade there. Middle school, I did sixth, seventh and eighth in the same school. Then freshman year, I was at one high school. Sophomore year, I left there and lived in Texas briefly. Moved back to New Jersey. Junior year was at a private Catholic school. And then my senior year transferred back to my original high school from freshman year. So I was going through like a lot of change in general. I was going through and there was no reasons like there wasn't anything like going on. It was literally just sophomore year when I went to live with my dad in Texas. My mom and I were just kind of like butting heads a lot at the time. And I wanted to try something new and I hadn't ever lived with my dad. So I, you know, I just wanted to try it and I did really well there, but I was, you know, missing my mom and stuff. And I got all A's and B's down there. So she was like, well, you did so great in a private school there. Let's bring you to a private school here. And I'm like, not what I asked for, but okay. And um, so then I went to a private Catholic school and it was like, you know, I'm one of my best friends to this day. I met her there. So that's the good that came from it. But other than that, it was, there's just like horrible, horrible people. Um, I dealt with bullying really bad. Uh, enter the show. And then it was like, you know, it aired during my senior year and just, I had bullying, things like that. I transferred out because of bullying, went back to 
my other high school. And then my high school boyfriend, I dated all through high school, cheated on me. I like, you can even see the change. I think like in my face and my hair and everything from season one to season two, I just Mm -hmm. was like spinning. And then I just had a lot of like different, I was just like really angry. I had a lot of like resentments and anger and stuff like that, like misdirected and Mm -hmm. just trying to like figure out who I was and like just life, you know, I felt very just, I didn't know like anything. And I think a lot of people forget, like we all go through that, that same stuff too. We just don't do it on camera, you know, like, and like sometimes people need to give grace in those moments because like we should, or people should be able to understand or like identify with that. You know, did you feel like people gave you a hard time a lot of the time? Yeah, for sure. Cause I I mean like season one, I think I was more like, like that's when I, it showed me like in summer school and things like that. And then I got my car and all this stuff. And there was a lot of stuff I actually went through that summer that I'll probably talk about one day, but just, you know, but it was just like a, it was not like a good experience I I had that not a lot of people know about. And I wasn't going to talk about on camera and things like that. And so I think that played a role too in kind of like how I was being, but yeah, like I, I got upset a lot because like you said, you only see one side, you don't see things like if I don't want certain things talked about on camera, but they're being talked about, or I normally, when my mom and I argue, it's, we usually don't argue like that because we separate ourselves because my mom has always been she was a young mom so we've always been more like sisters so we definitely know how to push each other's buttons and we we both will go for the jugular (laughs) and there's not that like respect level there in the sense of like she she's always just felt like my sister even to this day but we would separate ourselves when you're recording like when you're filming they're like we're doing a scene right now like stay (laughs) yeah like so then it just blows up and but even when like cameras would break down and leave my mom and I would be fine like that like night or like worst case, like, like a, maybe like a few days, like we're right. just kind of keeping to ourselves. And then, and then our way of apologizing would always be like, do you want to watch a movie? Do you want it? But there was never like, I'm sorry <laughs> for your feelings. It was just to be like, <laughs> you know, that would get to me because I, I know how I looked on the show, but like, I was never like out, like sleeping around with people. I wasn't out there doing drugs. Like, mm-hmm. did I drink? Yes. I definitely drank. I was definitely like out late partying, dancing. It was more of like an innocent partying thing and just being right. stupid. But I wasn't mm-hmm. like a, I didn't have like a problem. I wasn't like mm-hmm. an addict of any kind or mm-hmm. any, that was like a real problem. And I just felt like I was portrayed in such a way that was just like, like, like you're such a fuck up. And it's like, mm-hmm. but I really am just like, I'm not, just, I'm just not, not I have I'm no direction fi- right now. Right, it's I'm really what it is. It's out. like, <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, and then, you know, my senior year in high school, I just really didn't take it that I hated math. I actually have a learning disability in math. My first period class was math and I hated it. So I purposely would just like, I would always go to school and I would finish listening to the Z100 morning phone tap before I would go into school. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like be listening to that. And I would go in late to school. Sometimes I would bring like Dunkin' Donuts for my math teacher. She was like really cool, like hippie teacher. (laughs) And like, she never gave me any like warning of anything, but she was like, Ashley, you've had a lot of tardies. Like (laughs) she was like, and I'm like, oh, is it like a problem? She's like, yeah, it kind of is a problem. <laughs> like she was just at the end of the school year was telling me. But my parents, you know, it was also like a hard time for them. It was like right when everything that was going on with the economy was happening. And I just was late to class a lot. And I got into my number one choice school at the time, which was LIM. I wanted to go to the laboratory institute merchandising. And I got in, I was like all excited. And it they just didn't think I took school seriously enough for them to invest in that. So they oh. they 
didn't do that. And then, you know, which I don't blame them now that I'm older. But when I was younger, I was like, what do you mean you're not paying for me to go to this expensive <laughs> fucking college, you know? And then so, you know, and then I started kind of, you know, it's like I didn't want to put myself in debt with financial aid and like all that stuff. And so then after all that, because I had this whole like kind of kind of a plan, I was like, oh, now what do I do? And then they were just like on my back all the time after that, like when we were filming. And that's why like I tried community college. I hated it. Like I just, and I just literally stopped going. And yeah, I was like interning briefly. And that was like fun. Wait, it was hard you, in the beginning. Did you, you interned with like Lizzie Grubman? Yes. On the, the show? Yeah, I did. Yes. How was that? It honestly was a lot of fun. I remember being really annoyed and I was crying because I, and this is like something where I wish I could, I'm doing this on my phone with you right now, but I wish I could uh-huh. like text her or call her, but I still keep in touch with Lizzie. And uh-huh. I really was not late like that. Like I really oh. wasn't late, but mm. it was hard in the morning for me at that time. Yeah. Like it was annoying. And like, I had all these <laughs> options. So like, I think I was more upset that all of my friends were going to school in the city. So I wanted right. to live in the city. And that's what I think where most of my, like, I was sad was like coming from at the time. Right. But I blamed it on like, cause it'd be easier for me to get to work. But really it was like, <laughs> all of my friends are at the college I wanted to go to. And I want to <laughs> live here too is really what it was. But I wasn't going right. to say that on the show. Yeah. So I interned there and that was a lot of fun. And that job actually got me out to LA when I eventually left and I, I was in Texas briefly. I was in Vegas briefly and then from mm-hmm. Vegas to Texas. And they wanted me to go to school in Texas and do all this stuff. And I got my Bravo check from the first half of the season. And I was like, mm-hmm. bye, I'm going to LA. Like, <laughs> see ya. Like, and so I went to, that was the other thing on the show. They would talk about stuff like what I'm doing for work or what, whatever. And I was working a part-time job at the time and then interning, but then I knew I was getting my Bravo check, which was like hefty. <laughs> so I was like, it was annoying because they're like, well, how are you going to pay for it? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, and yes. in my head, I'm like, my fucking check from this show. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the camera, like, like Jim from The Office. <laughs> but that was oh, before. Oh, that's dirty. That was like before they like, that was before the they would wall. break the, yeah. So, you know, I'm just like looking at the camera like <laughs> this, yeah. you know, but also it was dumb of me because had I saved all of my paychecks from when I was younger to now, like I would be much better off than, you know, I am right now. <laughs> when I was like, bye, I'm going to LA. I got a job with BuzzNet, this one company, and I was working for them a lot. And that was so fun because I was doing red carpet interviews and things like that. And going to these award shows, I would do some stuff like here and there, like freelancing for magazine things. And then I was still working for Lizzie. So I was mm-hmm. like, I helped out with Dancing with the Stars a few times because she had some clients there. And it was just like a really good time. With, did you ever have to work like with other Bravo from like other places? She did. But me personally, I didn't. You at didn't. The time. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I was around mostly like, uh, and he didn't, he wasn't even her like client, but Jonathan Chebin, that's how we like oh, met. Okay. Cause he was like, that was right when that show industry account and him and Simon Huck because Simon oh, yeah, okay. Simon used to work for Lizzie. Gotcha. Is how that okay. happened. He like interned for Lizzie or something too. So that's how that like I had met them. So that was really it, I think. But yeah, crazy. As far as like when you were watching the show, were there ever moments when you're rewatching and you're like, oh, that's not how that happened? Yeah, you know, like when you like when you go to a club and there's always like that drunk girl that's like shouting at the DJ like play me yes or something that (laughs) was that was essentially me to like the editors like I didn't understand like 
hey, we're we're the editors and there's producers and we're making a show. Just like when you go to the club, it's like I'm the DJ. Like I, this isn't a bar mitzvah. Like I am. Yeah. The D, I'm DJing right now. Leave me alone. And then, that's kind of <laughs> like what I would do. It just like I just shouldn't have had anyone's phone number because I would just call them all the time and be like, this isn't like that's not what happened. You didn't show this or you didn't da 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 or what? You know why what? Are you me? Like it was just you're like, giving me um oh my gosh what's her name Alexis um, Nyers. Yes, yeah, you're giving me Alexis and Nyers right now. That was that was essentially yes that's essentially exactly how i was <laughs> i was wearing kitten heels. kitten heels they were not nine inch louboutins real quick we have to take a break yeah and then i finally just somewhere during season three when i had left to la is when i just like surrendered to it because it got mm-hmm. like dark for a minute because it it was season three airing was like the birth of Twitter, like the real explosion of Twitter. Like it had been mm. around, it, it was it had yes. been around, but it really opened up to the public at that point. And hundreds of tweets from people like kill yourself, things like that. And, you know, and I was just like, what the hell? Like, cause it's exactly what I said. It's like, I, I get it. If I was this, like, I was going to say like tatted up, but I was getting tattoos on the show, but like, you know, like this, like tatted up, like addict, do it, getting in trouble, like in and out of jail and they're or rehab and they're trying to whatever. And like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Well, you know, if someone's struggling, they're struggling, but it's like, I wasn't even one of those people. I was just like a bitch to my mom on occasion. You right. know, I had, I didn't have a steady, I didn't have a steady career path and I was a bitch to my mom. And there's people telling me like, kill yourself. I'm like, what? It's... So it was just crazy. So I just surrendered and that was my like lowest point. And then after that, I got a really thick skin and then I was living in LA. So I was having all these crazy experiences. And then it was like from then is when I stopped letting it bother me as much, but it was definitely like a roller coaster for a while. And then, yeah. How was it being in LA while that was all airing? Like, did you get stopped a lot or did did it affect friendships? Yeah. I mean, what was nice about LA is like, there's just people everywhere. Like, it even desensitized yeah. me. Like when I was younger, I could see like someone that was an extra in like a Crest commercial. And I'd be like, oh my God, did you see that's so-and-so? And I'd be like excited. <laughs> and like, now it's like, I don't, I just don't yeah. get phased by people. It would have to be someone really like, like if I met like Jim Carrey or something, I'd probably still yeah. like fangirl a little. But um, so there's people much more well known than me out there. So I really <laughs> didn't have a problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. It would be it would only be weird sometimes when people are like, oh, what's your Twitter? Or like, what's your Instagram? And then I'd give it to them and then they'd be like, wait, why do you have so many followers? And, you know, oh, and yes. I'd be like, oh, well, this is weird because oh, I didn't know what to like, <laughs> So I don't know if you heard like. It's like this Real Housewives yeah, show. Yeah, because if it was they like, flip a table yeah. on it. Because <laughs> if I had like a more positive thing, I'd be like, "Oh, right. I'm on this." But it was just yeah. more like, uh, like kicks rocks." Like, okay. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, it didn't really affect that much. And friendships here, mm-hmm. luckily, like I had pretty solid friendships before the show. So it really, there was like two girls where it kind of got to them, and then later mm-hmm. on, they came around and were were cool now. But um. Yeah, like all my best friends luckily stayed my friends. Some of them even filmed with me. They just didn't talk, you know, but they're right. like in it. So yeah, it was it wasn't that bad for me. There was one experience right. where um my boyfriend out there at the time, I dated him for like three years, but we when we had like first kind of met, we were walking down Hollywood Boulevard and I remember exactly where we were because it was we were right on Hollywood Boulevard walking towards like where Fredericks of Hollywood was and someone like mm-hmm. slowed their car down and rolled the window down and they were just like, you need to be nicer to your mother. 
<laughs> and at this point, this guy, like we had just met and he just like looked and was like, what was that? What? And I was like, so we're going to talk. We're going to have a little talk. <laughs> and then it was really cool because right by Ralph's in Hollywood, mm-hmm. there was, it was on sunset where Ralph's was, they had a huge billboard for the Real Houses of New Jersey. And it was the season where, when, remember when Bravo was doing those really cool promos? Like the I really, love that promo. Yeah, where they, with like the your seat mom, in the like, ground. Slamming the, yeah. Yes. With that face, I can't. It was um, so good. So it was that billboard up. So it was cool because I didn't even know it was going to be up. Neither did she. Right. I like went to get my groceries. And you would have lived right by there too, right? Yeah. Well, I went to get, that's how I saw it. I was going to get my groceries. Yeah. And I was like, called my mom. I'm oh, like, hey, wow. <laughs> looking at your face that's on a billboard. So, funny. <laughs> so that was fun. It was like, it was cool. I remember when the show premiered, we were all like in my basement and it, there's just something about to this day, if I try to rewatch that opening, like, din, 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 I can't even think of what the mm-hmm. beat is, but there was like a certain dun, beat. Dun, 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 dun. It was like a certain mm-hmm. beat that they had when they were introing everybody and everyone's driving in their cars. Mm-hmm. And we were all looking at each other like, oh shit, this is it. It's happening. We're on TV. Like, it was so crazy. Yes. And then what it became, it's just like wild. As far as family goes and everything, are you super close with? Caroline and yeah, Albie and Chris and all of them. Yeah, I'm definitely closest with Albie. He actually tried calling mm-hmm. me right before, uh, <laughs> right before this. Also, I'm very close with Al. He's just like he's always just helping me. What's he up to these days? Oh my gosh, what isn't he up to? I don't know. He's always working on like so many things at once. Like he, mm-hmm. he's kind of like me, but like a more successful version in the sense of. <laughs> He multitasks better than me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this and this, but I can really only handle like one thing at a time. Where one thing at a time. He knows how to like spin plates, so he's he's doing well. Mm -hmm. He lives down in Asbury Park, and yeah, he's doing all kinds of stuff. He's 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 doing well. But yeah, I'm close with him. I'm close with Lauren. Whatever happened to BLK at the corner store? Like literally right next to my apartment, they sell it. Yeah, it's still around. It's still around. Yeah, it's like doing well i think but i think they have flavors now too yeah they had flavors back then but they they just branded it differently now i think mm, but yeah, yeah they they sold it i think in like 2013 i could be wrong oh, a while back yeah mm. it was a while ago and like christmas like christmas eve and all that we spent at my aunt caroline still so yeah i'm definitely mm-hmm. i'm close with all christopher too I just, i'm just definitely closest with al like al is someone who i mm-hmm. talk to like really often like every mm-hmm. other day or something i'll like text him or he'll check in from time to time if it's been a while where like lauren and chris i don't see as much but lauren someone mm-hmm. who like anytime i have an event of any kind i like text her can you give me a spray tan and like she'll <laughs> help me out like that and stuff so yeah i'm definitely close with them still how about dina and lexi Dina and Lexi, I don't have a problem with at all. They mm-hmm. stopped following me on Instagram like a while ago. I don't know why. I haven't said anything about them at all. So, right. so they unfollowed me. So then I was like, well, if you unfollow me, I'm unfollowing you. So then I unfollowed them. And that's kind of that. So I don't know. But, but so, do you guys but, like talk at all? N- like, no, I, I would no? talk to Dina and Lexi like randomly through social media stuff. Like if my Aunt Dina posted something of like her house or her dogs. And I would respond like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, it's so cute. Or you know, things like that. But there, mm-hmm. we weren't like on the phone talking or anything like that, but I don't have a problem with them. I just, that's, we don't follow each other anymore. So is there anything that you can tease about what truly happened back in the day? What's the feud there back in the day? I obviously know what's <laughs> an issue now. Was it really the show? You know, I think there's 
there's a lot of factors and uh, there's definitely like, you know, two different versions of, I think the story going around. I think one of them is true and one's not. I'm not going to say which one, but you know, I feel like, (laughs) you know, it's not my place to talk about with that. I'll only speak for like my, Mm -hmm. my experiences with them. So were you able to stay in touch like while you were on the show? And obviously it was very publicly, they were not, but were you able to stay in touch with like Andina and Lexi during that time? Yeah. You know, they're, what whatever you know whatever went on with them like that's like between them and my mm-hmm. aunt caroline has never been the person ever to be like don't talk to this person don't do this don't blah 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 or i'm not going to talk to you cuz you talk to this person like she's just not that person mm-hmm. like she's so set in just her family and everything she does mm-hmm. that she just doesn't she's not that person so no, no one ever was like, you can't talk to her or treated me differently because I would talk, you know, and I really didn't right. talk to my aunt Dina or anything like that. It was like I said, it's very just surface. Like we just have different mm-hmm. relationships to begin with. Like I've always mm-hmm. before the show and all this, I've just had a different relationship with my aunt Caroline versus my aunt Dina. So sure. yeah, but you know, that's all stuff like between them. And I'm sure like at the end of the day, I I would think just knowing my aunt Caroline, I feel like even regardless of whatever, I feel like if my aunt Dina were to call her and really needed her, like truly for something, I'm sure my aunt Caroline would be there. You know, that's, so that's Mm -hmm. what I feel personally. Love and light bitch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's talk about the country club. Yes, let's. (laughs) Danielle truly, I, I think I tweeted recently her thinking her the whole cast is trying to kill her in the first two seasons is truly camp and it is do you want to know the best thing about that insane she had hired this guy to like she was like taking like boxing classes with him and like pretending to beat up like my mom Teresa and I and that guy and I he's now my trainer and we're really good friends (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I think I saw that on the show I think they were they that aired yeah. i think he's my trainer That's like to this so day funny. He's, he's um a really good one by the way and he's uh oh what's his name darren darren goodall and he'll train you anywhere internationally even so look him up uh venom venom darren fitness goodall, y'all. Yeah. boss man venom <laughs> that night was wild obviously is there anything that didn't air that you think people would be interested in knowing about that night um yeah pretty much like end of the night like i'm just a daughter on there. I'm not a housewife. So that, you know, they want their mic packs back when they want them back so they can leave sooner when it's time to break down. So my whole thing was done. So they called me into the green room. It's like the video village where it's like mm-hmm. all the monitors and stuff. So I was giving my mic back and I saw them. They had all these cameras on my mom and Teresa. There was like three of them. And then one on Danielle. And like, you just know by now when there's like multiple cameras on a situation, like something's going to happen. So I was like, so I asked one of my uh, one of the producers I was close with for like, you know, his headphones. And I was like kind of listening and it was getting like really intense. And I was just like watching. And then it, when it got crazy, like two of the monitors went staticky. The other one was just like all over the place. It was just like frantic. Mm-hmm. You could hear it was like frantic outside the door. And yeah, like I heard like glass breaking, this and that, whatever. So I was like, oh my God. So like I took the mic out, not the mic, the headphone out. I opened the door and it was just people like my mom. A stampede. Yeah, like there's just, no one was where they were. 
um, when they were recording. So I was like, where, I was like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Someone said something like, like her and Danielle were fighting. So like, I thought like Danielle Uh like hit her. And then all I see was Danielle run by with like Teresa chasing her, but I didn't see my mom. (laughs) And then, then I was like, so then I took after, and then this is what, what on the show that's different. The way they edited it is like really weird, but I, when I followed them outside at the same time, and as soon as I found her, that's what happened when like I pulled her hair on the show, they make it seem like my mom was like holding me. And then you see me with my bag at one point. You came later. I felt like it's, it makes it look like you came later. Yeah. They they showed me like walking up to Danielle, like I'm holding my bag and Mm -hmm. then, but I had already, I went back inside to get my bag and came back out and then we were fighting. And then I went back in to get the rest of my stuff to leave. So it it was just like weird editing. Um, doesn't make mm-hmm. the situation better. I did still pull her hair. <laughs> My only other thing that it may not be like the best um, character thing to say, but had I actually pulled her hair out of her head, I promise you with my personality, I would have kept it. Um, <laughs> like I would have kept it. Like not to be like a serial killer or anything, but I would have kept the weave are you joking like how many jokes like I just I would have kept Um, it so I didn't I and I I know I said it because someone asked me and I was like I pulled her fucking weave out of her hair so that oh another thing unbelievable yes another thing (laughs) very important that the editing did they show me talking to a cop and they show me from behind Mm -hmm. so keep that in mind and I'm saying to the cop um Technically, I didn't pull her hair because it yes. was her. I would never say that to a cop. I saw that this morning. Yes. I saw that. I didn't remember that. I would never say that to a cop. That's when I was talking to like people at the table after. And that's the kind of oh. shit that they do with editing. If you ever hear dialogue and it's of someone from behind or you don't see them say it, like nine out of 10 times, it's it's from like a, an interview, a different conversation or something. She dead ass thought that we were going to believe that you pulled that chunk of hair out. Well, of have her you heard? Have you heard recent <laughs> recent story takes? I I feel like I did. It was in the book too, right? She like tried in the to not- say of- that that I was it that she, her head hit the concrete. Yes. Her head hit the concrete, and she had to get stitches. Before, when she would say things, I would get mad and I would immediately mm-hmm. be like on Twitter, like, yeah, and but now <laughs> I'm just like, she's genuinely a sick person. And then so it's like, you can't fully blame her because in her head, like, I don't look at her she as fully someone, believe yes, y'all were going to kill her. I, think. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't look at her as someone who's like lying about something anymore. Before I used to be like, oh, she's lying about this. She's lying. Oh, she's lying. But now I'm like, she like, I don't think she thinks she's like, I think she genuinely believes that's her reality. So it's like, you can't mm-hmm. get mad at her because she's really thinks that's her she, reality. I have to say her daughters seem like so normal and incredible. So yeah, I think they've gone through like, and it's, it's exactly what I said before, right? It's like the villain is the hero in someone else's story. So at the end of the day, that's their mom. So no matter what, that's their yeah. mom. So I feel like people deal with things differently. And for Christine, maybe the reason why she went into psychology is so she could understand the psychology of like her mom and why her mom is the way she is. I don't know. She might say otherwise, but that's my perspective. But yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're both doing really well. They're both beautiful. They're both, you know, 
So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, bless them. And if they love their mom, they love their mom. Good for them. They should love their mom. Yes. But it's like, you know, her mom's a little fucking crazy to me. So it's like <laughs> her mom has been horrible to me and I'm entitled to that. So just because, oh, she's a good mom to me, doesn't mean she's a good person to me. She's not so a shitty it's like, person to someone yes, else. Exactly. <laughs> so that's just, like, you know, stuff with like Teresa. It's like, you know, her girl's love her but it's like she hasn't been the best to me so it's like you know it things like that dave quinn's book the all diamonds and rosé carlos king who is the producer carlos um he said that like he said to danielle or something he's like now danielle if she had pulled the hair out of your head we would have seen a bald spot there there's that chunk of hair that you brought i love carlos so much i miss it when he left though we got some new producers at the same time too. And I love them too. And I'm still so close with them, but I, it was really mm-hmm. sad when Carlos left. Cause he's a top tier producer. Yeah. That man, he brought to Atlanta to what it is. For- yeah. Oh my. And then yeah. you should have like the, the tears from laughing with the, the mannequin head at the reunion. <laughs> we, I've never like, to this day, you know, I make like a reels about that or something actually, but like, really it's should. so good. It's like Andy putting his foot up on it to like pull it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm also, was she wearing a wife beater that day? I can't tell from the, At the reunion. Yes. It was <laughs> yeah, like a fancy is that, wife is... beater. One of those fancy ones <laughs> with a sequence, with a sequence skirt, no less. I'm curious why you didn't ever get like, a chance to come out and chat because you were a big part of your mom's storyline. You know? Yeah, I don't know. My guess would be because at any moment, my mom and I at the time would like no. fight. This was never told to me. I don't know. I think like I, I'm like season two. It was probably for like legal reasons. They probably just didn't want me sure. around Danielle or something like that. Season three. By the time they filmed reunion, I was already out of state. Well, your mom didn't go to. Yes, she didn't. She didn't go to that anyway. Yeah, and I was already out of state. Yeah, and then yeah, so then I was out of state for like three, four years, and then I season six reunion. I did makeup for Kathy and Rosie. I had no business doing anyone's makeup. I was like fresh out of makeup school, and I was like thought I could like slay a face and could not. Sir, no. <laughs> I had no business being there. How was that being at the season six reunion? Because like season six, I don't think any other Housewives franchise has done this where like they like completely recasted. Was, and then yes, and then the like, next season, well, it's like we're like, not gonna talk about that. That didn't happen. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, that but then like also your mom and Kathy and Rosie like back. they filmed like it was like they were on their own show. Well, because they in addition so to they it, started airing the show and it was doing really bad and so so uh-huh. then they started filming my mom and Kathy and all that stuff and then worked them Interesting. and then worked them in and they did some like pickup things and then that's why right. it was like that and then season 7 they had my mom back and yeah yes. so oh so i never knew that that makes sense cuz i was like i know that dina like she said she would come back if her family wasn't on. And, but then with Jackson, isn't that I, something? Knew why, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, we, and it, it, we actually I, got I, in um, season six. Her and I actually had gotten into like an argument of sorts at the reunion because she 
there was an area where like everyone was doing makeup, like all the makeup artists were doing the mm-hmm. hair and makeup and they had me and um, Julius who does the hair. We were literally shoved in a yeah. bathroom, like a one light yellow light bathroom to do Kathy and oh, Rosie's no. hair and makeup because she didn't want us around. So that started it. And then like they had asked her a question about how like Nick was doing and she was like answering yes. whatever. And th- that's when like, I was like, don't talk about him. Cause you don't even, you know, I was just like, but then we've since like, yes. I, like I had reached out, out to her after that. And like, I apologize. Cause I was a little like much at the time. So I was just <laughs> like, ah! and so I apologize. I'm like, we've been cool. Am I the drama? Yeah, am I the drama? That's like the most very on brand for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and we were cool. We were cool for years. That was years ago. You know, it was like six years ago. And then Mm -hmm. it was literally, I think like four months ago, I noticed like we had been talking on social media and stuff like that. And then like, yeah, you know, I know she's like seen my dad, my mom, they talk and stuff. And then like, they just, she unfollowed me. So I'm just like, I don't. That's so bizarre. I I can take my guesses as to why, but like, I, I won't go there. If, you were a housewife. What would your tagline be? Oh, I used to say this. Now I don't know. It'd probably be a little different, but there was like two, but it kind of the same. But one was like, you know what they say? Save the drama for your mama. Because if my mom was on it, yes. and then it was going to be like my mom and I. And then kind of like the same thing, same concept. Like I get my drama from my mama. Just like being stupid. Oh, that's I'm good. I'm sure realistically it would yes. be something else. It's funny because people ask all the time too, like, oh, what would your tagline be? Or like randomly on Instagram, people would be like, oh, you should join yeah. Housewives. It's like, first of all, they have my number. Second of all, um, <laughs> second of all, have you seen like the, the houses these women live in? Like Melissa Gorga, she's building a new home. She just posted on Instagram, like a video of the frame of her new home. And it, and it looks like Hogwarts or something. It's like a brand new, yeah, like, it's, it's like a, like a boarding school hall. It's yes. like never ending. Like I'm like, I, it's so I'm like, big. ma'am, I live in a two bedroom apartment in, in Hobbit Plains. Like, <laughs> I can't be a housewife. Like now if you pay me, maybe I can buy a house and then we can talk about right. that. But yeah, I like wouldn't fit. It's like, I'm younger than all of them. I don't have that same lifestyle. Like, you know, I shop from mm-hmm. like pretty little thing and like Nordstrom rack. I'm not like doing like, yes. you know, <laughs> I can't. Come on, yes. Marshalls. <laughs> they were kitten heels. I'm a Maxinista. Yeah. Oh, see, I like to. But if they ever wanted to do like, a, you know, a show with like the kids. I made a, I, I see, I made a concept for that. And I think that it would be so good. It would be like summer house. But like the kids. But with like yeah. kids of the housewives. Like, well, like not kids, kids, but like the older, the ones that were yeah. on like, like you, like Albie, and then maybe throw in like some from like the other yeah. franchises and stuff. But then, if, yeah, I, I don't even know fun. what that would be called. But, and I think speaking of though, and the only reason I feel comfortable saying this is because they, they've already been talking about it, but they actually, my cousins are mm-hmm. coming back to TV. Yeah. Oh, not yay. on Housewives, but they what got they their doing? own little, oh, like a yeah, spin-off? I believe so. Because he mentioned something like that on, I know his podcast because my cousin Albie has a podcast too. And yeah, dear, dear Albie. Albie. Right? So, and they've talked about like filming and stuff. So that's, I don't know what it's called. That's yeah, exciting. So. Can I do some fan yeah. questions? Jesse Green Novak. Did your time on Jersey affect your career down the line? Positively or negatively? It definitely affected it. And I'll say both. There's definitely things I've been able to do that I think I wouldn't have been able to do had it not been for that platform of the show. 
but definitely even mm-hmm. to this day, there there have been job opportunities I've missed out on because unfortunately, even though I'm now 31 years old, certain things I did when I was you know, mm-hmm. 18 and you know, 17, 18 that, that are out there, it's people, they just don't want to be like, you know, associated kind of. And so it's unfortunate that I didn't think ahead at the time. At the time, I didn't realize how permanent like internet was and the show and how it was going right. to be. And so overall, it, I think it did affect it negatively, but I've had a lot of positive come from it too. And luckily, like I'm doing okay. So that's good. Holly Rose 0126 wants to know which one of the housewives, former or current, is your favorite? Other than New Jersey <laughs> or like all together? We'll do Jersey and then we'll do overall. So outside of my family, and I'll include Dolores as like family, I'm going to say probably Margaret because her one liners just like get me. Yeah, Margaret. And then as far as other franchises go, maybe Kyle. I don't know. No. Oh my God. Duh. Candy. I love Candy. <laughs> yeah. Candy. I love her. Rachel Lanier asked, why did she go from Ashley to Ashley? With Okay. Candy? So I get this question a lot. So here we go. So when I was younger... There were so many Ashleys in my grade and like also mm-hmm. in the grade above and below me. And we all spelled it A-S-H-L-E-Y, all of us. And there, when I say many, I'm mm-hmm. talking like in my grade alone, I think there were like 12. Like there was just so many. Oh, yeah. Shit. And my mom, ironically, mm-hmm. she thought like, you know, it was such a unique name. But, you know, being... <laughs> yeah. Ashley. <laughs> so like being me, I was like, well, I want to be different. Uh. And so I started, I started spelling my name A-S-H-L-E-E. Even like on like tests, things like that in school. When uh-huh. we started doing the show, my legal name was still Ashley with a Y. So that's like what they put it on the show as. And I and I literally oh, was yeah. like, can it be like E-E? Like that's how I spell it. And then so they did did that for me and made it E-E. And then everyone like lost their fucking minds. I was like, listen, if my, I was like, I get it. If I was changing my name from like Ashley to like Priscilla or something. And then it's like, why did she change her name to that? But it's like, I'm just changing the spelling. Like, let's calm down. Like my mom almost named me, um, my name before Kylie Jenner did it. My, my name was almost Stormy. So I'm like, so like oh. if I was changing my name from Ashley to Stormy, then send me all the tweets and, and DMs you want. Right. But like, it's right. just the spelling, guys. Come on. <laughs> Timothy Doyle wants to know, does she regret going from Ashley to No, because I just always spelled it that way, like for so long. So mm-hmm. no, I don't regret it. Like sometimes I will say, not that I regret it, but I understand now that I have a son I understand like my mom, I feel bad because she liked the spelling of A-S-H-L-E-Y. Obviously, that's why right. she did it. And like I picture my son Cameron, like if he were to change the spelling of his name. Yeah, and I'd, I'd probably be like, but I liked it with a C, you know, but I would still just support mm. him. It's like, it's his name. So I more like understand yes. my mom having her feelings about it at the time, but she's embraced it since then. And right. it is what it is. M Brown 87 wants to know, how is Nicholas doing? Really big into Frank Sinatra right now. So he sings like all the Frank Sinatra oh. songs. And yeah, he's doing really well. He's doing really good. Yeah. Awesome. He's funny. Can you give us a quick update on Jacqueline, Chris? Oh CJ? my gosh, I'm blinking. I know. CJ. Oh CJ's, my God. CJ's like a Sorry. full like man now. He's taller than me. Has like long hair, like grows a beard. It's like really weird. Yeah. That's wild. So he's just a man. He's working with my dad right now. My dad is back in the apparel industry doing all, all sorts of things. <laughs> 
I can't even because I'm not there. I don't fully even know, but he's always in New York. Like he's out here all the time for stuff. And that's where he thrives, I think, mm-hmm. in the apparel industry. So I'm glad he's back in that and doing well. And my mom, she's still doing Good. like integrative nutrition stuff and helping out special needs families, doing all that. And yeah, like they're just living permanent vacation in Vegas. They're house. It's like a resort. They have like the pool, a jacuzzi, a barbecue pit, trampoline. Mm-hmm. It's like a view of the strip, like a whole like permanent nice weather. Like, you know, my mom's all happy because she's around mm-hmm. her whole family. My dad, one of his brothers is out there too. And then they're always traveling. So it's like they're they're doing great. <laughs> they're They're thriving. We had some technical difficulties at the end of Ashley's interview and unfortunately lost the part where she did her plugs. So I'm going to do that for her. Y'all, please follow Ashley on Instagram at Ashley Maleo. Ashley spelled with two E's and Maleo is M-A-L-L-E-O. And listen to her podcast, Your Mom Friends, and follow them on Instagram at Your Mom Friends Pod. She is the best, so support everything she does. Be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, Pop Chaser, TV, Watch, Repeat, and the Slut Pig Podcast with Christian Gray Snow. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's The Dip with two Ps.com and follow them on Instagram at The Dip. You can also follow me at Faces by Bravo, where we can keep in touch until next time. And as always, but now we said it.